0: The following is a presentation of the Bell Sports Media Network.
1: 14:20
0: in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. 1420 in the morning for february the 22nd 2023 today's show is brought to you by barn burner hockey and barnburnerhockey.ca use promo code 1420 barn at barnburnerhockey.ca and save yourself 10 percent on their all natural hockey products and apparel at barnburnerhockey.ca i haven't done, done one of these since last friday i took a couple of days off from the uh the 14 20 in the morning so some other stuff going on at world headquarters here some great interviews that we did uh, but we'll talk about those at the end of the show today uh, anyways last night i was watching the uh, at the end of the chicago uh las vegas hockey game uh patrick kane scored with uh, no time left in the clock sl- slap shot goal disallow because there was no time left it went to review the whole bit but th- it got me thinking a lot about uh, about what's going to happen with kane and with his tenure in chicago obviously we, we all know his pedigree there the three stanley cups and on and on that it goes might be the uh, the greatest american hockey player to ever play the stats and everything don't lie and he's one of those guys he's an all-time chicago Blackhawk, obviously and the uh, the the, the resume speaks for itself with Patrick Kane and the Chicago Blackhawks a few weeks ago I thought for sure that Kane was going to be gone at the trade deadline he's going to uh, request a trade we heard there was something going to be, be rumbling with the uh, New York Rangers that didn't go with the Tarasenko deal and then with the Leafs when they went and got uh, O'Reilly which he had a, a night last night against the Buffalo Sabres uh, the Leafs are rolling a little bit right now but anyways Kane he's rolling himself a little bit too uh, right now he's got seven points his last three games I think it is He got a trick against the Leafs on Sunday night, which was odd, but he's going a little bit pretty good last night. He scored that goal late last night, Uh, that didn't count, but the winter shootout, Hawks win. But, anyways, when he scored that goal, the, uh, the celebration in stands was something else, and the, the smile on on Kane's face was something to behold, and, and it got me thinking a little bit about, as it always does, about Derek Jeter and the way he ended his career with the New York Yankees and the way it all t- turned out and the send-off that he got, and he stuck around. There was contract disputes everywhere else, but where, where else was he going to go big picture, right, with, the, with Jeter and, and the thing? But let's talk more about, about the end of his career and the send-off that he got, the, the base hit that he got against Baltimore and the whole everybody's seen it a thousand times i i watch it now and then just for uh just for a smile on my face and if you're watching on youtube you can you can see the uh, the thing over my shoulder here but uh it got me thinking a little bit about a little bit about Jeter and how Kane's going to end his career with with the Chicago Blackhawks. I don't think he's going to move before the end of this season. I think that if he does move, it will be in the off and it will be announced that he's leaving during the off season. Uh, but he'll he'll know that it's going to happen, and he'll let the Chicago Blackhawks staff know that it that he's going to be out. And the reason why I say this is that no matter how much money and how much uh, how much fame and how many rings you got and everything else, you still like a pat in the back now and then. No matter what uh, what uh, level of wherever you're, you're at with whoever you work for, you like to be recognized for your hard work, and not just with a paycheck and everything else. Because Kane's made more money than he would ever have dreamt imaginable. Uh, and it, but you, you like that pat in the back and leaving uh, before the season's over at the trade deadline. I don't think you, you notice the smile on Kane's face last night. He he likes being in Chicago and, and the memories probably flooded back to him a little bit, scoring the uh, the OT winner uh, against Philadelphia a few years, like the, their first cup. And the like and you, you think of the, the emotion that it comes back and all the things that must go through his head every time he steps on the ice in Chicago and he scores a goal last night and was having fun and you know at this point the Hawks are obviously having a, a tough season and they're not going anywhere but you, you see the emotion on Kane's face when he scored that goal and how much uh, love he got from those fans last night when 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 they thought it was going to be a, a, a end, of the, end of the end of game winner but you, you got to think that he's going to stick around stick this season out this is pure speculation, which I'll, I'll be wrong by the time this gets this gets published today, he'll be traded. But you, you got to think he's going to stick around just for the fact that getting the proper send-off with his buddy, uh, Jonathan Taves, is probably w- one of the, the ways that it's going to happen. And if it's at the end of this season, that's the way it's going to be. Coming back in a different jersey and getting a send-off later on, it, it wouldn't be the same if he came back, let's say, if he, if he signed with his hometown Buffalo Sabres and came back uh, played a th- three seasons with them, which isn't a bad idea, but if he came back and played three seasons with them and then he came back on the ice wearing a Sabres jersey, it wouldn't be the same send-off that he would get with a Blackhawks jersey. I I, th- I think he's going to stick the season out, and at the end of this year, uh, by the end of it, he'll let, let Blackhawks, or the Blackhawks might let him know that, that he's, he's no longer in the plans. He's going to have to take a pay cut no matter what. He won't get the, uh, the eight-year, $10 million-a-year deal, obviously. He'll get three or four years wherever he's going to be going next and, and get someone over the hump. Unless he does sign back with the Hawks, but I just see that I see a Kane situation along with Taves, and it's bad news about him with the, the long cold and everything else. And I, both guys were were assets that, that, that for a long time for the Hawks, but the waves turned out this year, and you, they they went for it for a few years, and you, you can't blame them. But uh, the, the way the salary cap situation is in hockey, that uh, you have to you have to load up, and then guys guys want to get paid right, so they could have won how many more cups if they didn't have a salary cap and could have just paid guys more and for longer, right? They, they lost a few guys uh, along the way but they had quite quite a successful run but Kane Kane reminds me of Jeter a lot just with the way he's he's a Blackhawk for life he's one of those guys and I see him wanting that that pat in the back from the fans and, and raising the stick and and they say giving one last uh, skate around the ice without a helmet on and uh waving to the fans a little bit in a Hawks jersey uh if it happens at the end of this season then that then it's, that's what will happen I, I don't think it's going to happen before the trade deadline I think he's going to just want to stick around I mean what you got three cups you got a bank full of money what, what else do you want I don't I don't i don't think he'll be a, a cup chaser like some guys were at the end of their careers like uh, like a uh jerome mcginla and the like you don't want to be, be, be smirched it's usually a thursday where you don't want to be smirched a guy like again for the career he had but he ended up chasing cups a little bit and it didn't it kind of uh it, it was a bad it was bad form a little bit on, on the again front and uh, the whole thing but i i really believe that uh the uh the hawks are gonna are going to. Get rid of not get rid of not resign Kane when it's all said and done at, at the end of this year and they'll, they'll part ways at the end of the year, but it won't be. be I, I don't think it'll be the trade trade deadline. The guy he likes being in Chicago too much. The the way he's danced a little bit and wanting to to see what he can do for one last one last hurrah before it is time to go. And like uh, Mariano had to, like Jeter said to Mariano, it's time to go. And I think it'll be on his terms and not on the Blackhawks terms. And uh, you you like that pat in the back and the because the pat in the back is only three feet from a kick in the ass, right? So he you like that pat in the back and the adoration he gets from that fan base in Chicago. uh, It was was very prevalent last night and you you, you still like seeing that in sport. And at the end of the day, it is a game and these guys are, they they go into these leagues as kids, uh, 18, 19 years old, and you you grow up with that fan base and the fan base sees you grow as well. And they, they, they consider you one of your own. And it was nice to see that with, with patty kane last night and like i said it's it's too bad that that uh him and taves can't can't finish the season off together in chicago and get to get the proper send-off from their fans uh being on the ice together maybe taves will come out somehow some way uh the last game of the season they'll have a nice send-off and Put their jerseys up in the rafters or whatever it's going to be. But uh, rebuilding's tough. Win- winning's real, real tough. And but the Hawks went out, went out and did it. And like I said, everybody had to get paid. And I, I, I've always said there's a way around it. If you draft and develop a guy, you should be able to pay him whatever you want. It, it should. It, if you sign free agents, you shouldn't. But if you you draft and develop develop players, they should not go against your cap. That's one way they they can go out and do it. That would make teams draft and develop better. And I think that that's what, what something the National Hockey League has to look at. So teams can build dynasties and p- teams can do something so they don't get hit with the cap implications because guys want to get paid they get one big paycheck when it comes down to it right i mean they get a lot of big paychecks but they get one big payday you know what i'm saying but yeah it's one of those things um I don't know if anybody saw this yesterday. Uh, Calgary radio, Calgary newspapers. If you, if you're, well, it's not like you have to be in Calgary listening to Calgary radio, but uh, some guy was. I think it came from Ron McLean on Saturday night, but they were saying that the the Flames are are lacking leadership in, in the dressing room because nobody has a C on their jersey. If that isn't the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, and Calgary's got a set of problems with that Huberto and Kadri, that thing just didn't work. Sometimes players just don't don't melt mel- 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 together. They don't. Things don't just don't go right. The chemistry's not there and i'm thinking more and more that's what happened with Nazem Kadri and Jonathan Huberdeau and the Calgary Flames but this this idea that a team needs a guy wearing a C on his jersey to have leaderships leadership if you need a letter on your jersey to show leaderships you're not a leader it's that simple it's just a letter i think being a captain yeah it's, it's a nice thing to say you're a captain of the team and you're a leader but everybody knows who the leader is in that dressing room everybody knows who the leader is in a locker room no matter what sport you got and you don't need to have a, a letter sewn onto your jersey to say that you're a leader of a team i think that is the most insane thing of, of why a team is losing to say that you need a guy with with a letter on his jersey to show leadership and show a, a real a real go get him kind of an attitude is ridiculous and if you if, if that is isn't the biggest grasp at straws i've ever heard i don't know yeah that is the that is the craziest thing i've ever heard of most baseball teams don't have and i've said it before and i'll say it again having a a captain in baseball i don't get it just be a leader like everybody knows who talks in the dressing room who doesn't talk in the dressing room you have quiet leaders you have you have loud leaders you have guys who kick garbage cans when it's needed you have guys who flip over the buffet table you you don't need a letter on your jersey and it to to suggest for one second that you have to have a, a that sewn onto your jersey to be a leader is ridiculous and to say that your team is losing because of that that is even more ridiculous you should lose your media credentials for something as stupid as that that is the most insane thing if they don't have a guy who's who's a leader that's the problem that not not that there isn't a, a, a tailor around to put something on on a guy's on a guy's tarp for christ's sakes that if you that is that is management's problem if they did not they don't have guys in the dressing room taking over go out and get somebody who'll take over Tell someone that, that 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 they you know what maybe you should take over. You tell me Lucic isn't isn't upset. Yes, he's a fourth line guy now at the tail end of his career. But you're telling me he's not a leader. He doesn't need to steal his jersey. That's ridiculous. And, t- and then I think Ron McLean said, "Give it to the goalie." Yeah, how'd that work out in Vancouver with freaking Roberto Luongo? It's it's stupid having a being designated a captain like the judge thing. I they thought it was ridiculous. And having Jeter do it that day, that was ridiculous too. Having a having a captain in sport, I don't I don't get it. Just be a leader and, and you, you're fine you're fine. It's, it's ridiculous. I, it just, it makes me absolutely crazy. Anyways, here's my rant for the day. Patty Kane, stay in Chicago at the end of the year. Get, get the send off you deserve. That's, that's, that's my advice to you. Anyways, happy birthday to Pat LaFontaine who was born on this day in 1965 in St. Louis, Missouri. Played 15 NHL seasons, uh, amassed 468 goals, 545 assists for 1,013 points. Before playing in the National Hockey League, LaFontaine scored 104 goals, added 130 assists for 234 points. Somehow, he still went third overall that year behind uh, Brian Lawton and Sylvain Turgeon and one spot ahead of some guy named Eiserman, 234 points, you don't even go first overall. It's un- that's unbelievable hockey work back then and on this day in 1980 y'all know what's coming up next, the Miracle on Ice happened Lake Placid, New York, the US team beat the uh, the, the vaunted Russians with all those, uh, Krutov, Larry on off, Makarov and and, and Alden Trechak in that, uh, and Mike Rusey only scored with 10 minutes left I think it was in the third period, the US was outshot pretty uh, immensely in that game but it was uh, something you remember in the blue ice like we talked about uh, a couple weeks back when the Olympics started there on, on this day in 1980 so yeah, congrats to all those guys, Jim Craig and that, and the whole the whole thing what a what a story that is to this day. Uh, anyways, I had a great interview yesterday with uh, Landon Barassa of the Winnipeg Gold Eyes. He's a local product here, a prof- professional baseball player. Nice talk about baseball. We could have talked about a, a lot more. I didn't know where to where to take it because he's a pretty he's a pretty quiet guy. But we when once we started going and off air we got talking about some stuff that was a lot of fun. So we'll probably have him on later on in the uh, in the year once the Gold Eyes season starts. So thank you very much, Landon. And if you haven't heard the uh, this, the uh, interview I did with Cody Hall uh he's a flailing tender like myself and uh he's a uh singer songwriter he's getting a lot of uh air, a radio play now make sure you guys check out his new song uh made made, made my day uh fantastic tunes on, on heavy rotation here at world headquarters but yeah it's has uh, been a good, good run here at 1420 world headquarters make sure you guys subscribe to our youtube channel tell everybody about our show i'm getting Marvel mouth here so i better get off but anyway it's been a lot of fun this uh, last month our downloads are up in the whole bit so anyways thank you very much for listening to the show. And we'll talk to you guys again tomorrow morning, fourteen twenty in the morning. It doesn't matter where you are; it's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: In uh, in Kainai, we're playing the Chiefs. This was a playoff game, and like
0: the place is packed.
1: Yeah it yep. it was a Friday night, and oh, even better. Um, you know, like they were they were an intimidating team. Just. All of them big, they're all the same size. they were black jerseys and it was just you go into that that rink and everybody's on top you, right? They sit on top of the benches and they, they overlook the ice. And like I said, I still have the puck we won three nothing and i I had a whale of a game it was it was amazing. um but in the third period, I took a slap shot off the off the side of the helmet and it busted the the screws that held my cage on. so my cage like, opened up as uh instead of like a, a goalie mask it looked like a back catcher's helmet yep. in baseball. So I'm looking through like with bare eyes at this play still going on and I and I hear people yelling, Shoot again, shoot again. <laughs> <laughs> shoot and I'm thinking like what please is don't. Going on? please don't please <laughs> don't Finally, I think I think I got the ref's attention. I'm pretty sure it was Woody or Luterati or somebody that we all knew him by name. So I'm screaming like give me, give me a whistle. And uh so I go I go to the bench finally and put on Tyler Borthwick's helmet to finish the game. And he he's got a considerably smaller head than me, but I was in a hurry, so I didn't stop to like Make the straps break or anything. I just let's get this over <laughs> with and call her, get her out of here. Yeah, yeah. So we ended up finishing, but yeah, we hung on and and won three rip and moved on to to play. I I don't know if that was the year that it was. I don't think it was, but we had another year that uh, we went undefeated, like thirty six games. Back when there was lots of teams, like Lomond was there and Sixica and Peggy you guys had a
0: pretty good run there for a couple of. Years.